0: Captain speaking with just a little flight information. We're flying at an altitude of 37,000 feet and our airspeed is 400 miles an hour. A Couple little facts here, I'm packing a Colt King Cobra. That's a 357 caliber firearm with a black rubber grip and a six-inch barrel, capable of piercing body armor at a distance of up to 27 feet. And you can put a hole in human bone and flesh the size of the Grand Canyon, which, by the way, is coming up on the left-hand side of the plane. So just sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of the plane. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Oh, you Boy Scout, but you know life, you know life. You know I'm totally off script right now. Hey news dive listeners, it is Sam Carliner, and here is a bonus episode. We do still have our regular episode coming out later this week, either Thursday or Friday morning. As always, it depends on how long it takes me to edit, but uh we wanted to cover more of what's going on in Nigeria. We're seeing there's a lot of violence towards protesters there, so I'm very happy I was able to arrange an interview with a Nigerian journalist who has been covering the protests on the ground. The connection was a little bit iffy, so uh, just please look past that. It's still a very great conversation. And it's really important for people to be paying attention to uh, what's going on with the hashtag and SARS movement. If you like this international coverage, you can follow at News Dive Radio. We try to do a lot of reporting on world events such as this. With that, uh, here's the interview. Enjoy. Hey, Newsdive listeners, it's Sam Carliner. As you may remember from our last episode, there's a lot of news going on in Nigeria that we wanted to cover more in depth. So I'm really happy to announce that we have a reporter who has been covering the protests on the ground. Uh, Toby is a senior reporter and multimedia journalist with Sahara Reporters, uh, he started journalism in 2015 and, in five years, has focused on exposing corruption in the political and educational sector sector of Nigeria. Uh, he has produced numerous reports that have influenced the decision-making of the government. Toby, thank you for being here on News Dive. Can you Can you hear me all I'm right? I'm
1: glad to join you this
0: evening. Of course. Uh, there's a bit of a lag, but hopefully that shouldn't be too much of a problem. To uh, to start off, I first learned about uh, the news, which I, I, it's since grown into my understanding bigger conflicts, but I first learned about uh, the news out of Nigeria under the hashtag and SARS. That's been a big, uh, where the movement sort of has been focused on, or at least the news that we're getting here. Can you talk about the background of, that movement, how it started, and sort of what it's recently evolved into.
1: Yeah. So in Nigeria, yeah, we've had cases of uh, police brutality that has gone unpunished and unchecked by the government and this happens frequently. There's no week that we go that you won't hear a case of police harassing Nigerians, extorting Nigerians police even to the point of extrajudicial killings. And uh, the only thing you hear the government say is usual a statement saying we're going to investigate and that will be the end of the case. So uh, I think October 2nd, to be precise. this same thing happened on the 2nd of October in Delta State, a uh, police killed a man, like a, a young man, The police killed the young man. So this was exactly what sparked the protest in Nigeria, the NSAS protest. So just to be clear, the arm of the police that does this is a special anti robbery Squad of the police. So we call them SAS. Mm, So what they do basically is supposed to be fighting armed robberies in Nigeria. But rather than focus on their job, these people going into the streets of Nigeria, extort youth, extort youth. Once you are using an iPhone, you are primarily a suspect. So once they get you and they find out you are using an iPhone, and unluckily for you, you have the ATM card with you, they will ensure that they withdraw all of the money in your bank account to themselves. And uh, as we see this SaaS take part in uh, Killings, they have what they call that abat where they kill people at will unchecked by the government. So this has been going on for years and when it happened this month, the people stood up and said, no, enough is enough of police brutality, enough is enough of extrajudicial killings. And that was how the protest started, started from Lagos, then we have the Federal Capital Territory of Abuja, then it expanded to not less than 20 states in Nigeria. So that's the background of the NSAS movement.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's been really interesting because, uh, like I said, I've been following the hashtag, and it's very—it's a very popular hashtag. Um, it to the point where it's even made its way into sort of U.S. news. And I know there's a lot of accounts of violence. How? How? has the government responded to this movement uh, growing and, and challenging SARS?
1: Unfortunately for Nigerians, this president administration, President Ramon Buhari, does not want people to gather on the, the streets in the name of protests or expressing dissent views against his administration. Once you are gathering or forming a protest, the government will send police to crack down on whatever the protest is, on whatever name, be it peaceful protest, be it consultational protest. Once they see that the people are doing anything that would not portray the government in the good in the good news of the international community, they send the police to quickly crack down on them. So this happened in Nigeria and the story is the same since the daily NSAS protest began in Abuja. So the first day it began in Lagos, it was peaceful. Then in Abuja, on October 4th or 5th, the police sent, the government sent the police after the protesters, And this made the people go wide and say, you can't do this every time. Protest, the peaceful protest is a constitutional right of Nigerians. And no government should should stop the people from protesting. No government should say you can't protest in Nigeria That is wrong. So, since the beginning of the protest, we've had the government send the police shoot light bullets at protesters. And it's even got to a point that the police hired dogs to attack the protesters on behalf of the government. So, this is what we're facing in Nigeria. And it's the same with the NSA's protest. The government has been, aside from the killings which led to the the protest in the first place, Why the protest was going on, the government has killed not less than 15 people, according to Amnesty International.
0: And my understanding is a a big event where things really, uh, the violence against protesters really escalated was the, and I apologize if I pronounce it incorrectly, the the Leckie toll gate. There was a, a protest there, and I... Heard accounts on Twitter that there were tanks or that there, there was some violent response. Uh, do you have more info on what happened there?
1: So it was last week, Tuesday, on the 20th, while the people were seeing that was like day 12 of the protest or 13 of the protest, while the protest was going on continuously on the 12th or 13th day. So the Lagos state government announced a coffee that there will be a curfew by 4 p.m. And the announcement was done around 2 p.m. And the people were still on the streets. And the people were telling the government, you are announcing a curfew, two hours to the time of the curfew. How do you expect people to move from the protest venue to their houses? And we have people who have to go as far as two hours, three hours within Lagos just to get to their various houses. So the protesters decided that to find why the protest why the coffee is on we are going to stay on this protest ground to continue our protest we won't be leaving we won't be moving around we won't be found loitering around so the government will say we are bridging the curfew. so before they knew it the army moved in on them that was around 6 p.m Nigerian time the army moved in and before we knew it the the street lights, which has been supplying lights to the protesters, was off. Network went off within the access. Uh, the mobile network went off within the access. Everywhere became dark. And in the twinkle of a high day, soldiers opened fire, live bullets on the protesters. So, uh, not less than 10 people were shot and killed, and the army took away the cops, so they will be able to cover up the cases of uh, shooting. Mm-hmm. But that was what happened on the very day. It was a Nigerian, Nigerian army shooting peaceful protesters.
0: Yeah, and I've been I've been seeing info that the army uh, also very much opposes the protests. So this this seems to have of course it started with stars, but at this point the violence towards protesters is seems to be beyond the uh, the special anti robbery squad. What what are sort of the different relevant uh, groups right now who either support the protests or oppose them? Like, what, what are some relevant groups in this political dynamic?
1: So the protest is a protest of the people. So it is not being spared by any particular group. So it's the people against the government, the way the protest has turned out to be now. This, the people saying, this is what we want from the government. And the government is saying, no, you can't protest in Nigeria. So it is basically the people against the government. There is no group or movement fronting the group. But when it started, but recently we've had a feminist coalition being the, being the major back end of the group. Because uh, they the the, 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 the the financial part of the group, the legal representative, the medical aid, the feminist coalition has been providing and we have so many groups across the country. We have the revolution and the coalition for revolution. There's also a group of Nigerians which have been pushing the agitation for the, the, the scrapping of the special anti-robriest court and the end against police brutality in Nigeria. So basically it's just the people saying this is what we want. No, any group, no political affiliation or movement or pressure group fronting it. No, It's the people saying this is what we want.
0: Mm-hmm. And I mean, one thing we've seen uh, in the U.S. Uh, during our own uh, prior this year, uh, earlier this year, protests against police violence is that press at these events would oftentimes be targeted? As someone covering these protests yourself, uh, have you found yourself to be a target or is it does it seem to just be a general uh, cracking down on anyone who uh, is at one of these events?
1: So because of the wave of protests this particular protest has taken, it is actually very hard for the government to track down a particular person or to go after a particular person. Because we've had so many times the government has said, give us your leader, let us know who your leader is. But the people unanimously say, no, we don't have leaders. Whatever decision you want to make, whatever meeting you want to make, meet with the people. We all are leaders of this protest. So that particular strategy has made the protest peaceful so far and has made it difficult for the government to pin down any particular person as the head of the movement. So we we'll go go after the head, we we'll remove the head and the whole body will scatter. I think this strategy that was used has been able to ensure that nobody has been attacked by the government because the government did not really know who to go after to say, let us take this person out. I think that strategy has actually sustained the protests, and to make sure that everybody who is working on ground to ensure the success of the protests are safe so far.
0: There have I I have been seeing uh, on my social media accounts of people being attacked. Is that is that common? Is that um, le- lesser? Like w- to what extent now uh, are people likely to be subjected to violence?
1: Uh, on the issue of the social media. Aside from the protests going online, the Nigerians, the, the, the educated ones, have so much built this influence around this protest. So, while we are going on the streets to march to make our demands low to, to the government, so while if you are not able to come to the streets, stay in your house and just tweet answers or retweet answers. This has made the protest so very effective. That while the people are on the streets, others are in their room, in their offices, ensuring that they are putting the online presence there. Think are. so. The government was so much confused that they don't know who to go after. So, why so many people are tweeting answers? They just find that. So, what they do now do is, if you have, if you are a social media influencer, and you are in support of the protest, the government will just try to take over your accounts like your Twitter account or your Gmail. So we've had this uh, so many occasions of this, but because of the two-factor authentication of the of the social media, this uh, at least helps reduce the, 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 the take takeover of people's accounts. So the people have been able to at least to a very large extent be a step ahead of the government in all of these contexts. Mhm.
0: And what um what do you see as sort of next steps for where things go? Um like are there specific like the of course there's the protests happening, but do you see there being specific um next things that we may hear about in the news, developments um cuz cuz like you said uh the Uh, The government has been resisting uh, abolishing SARS and I I understand in the past they've technically said they have abolished SARS but with not much follow through. So uh, is there something that you expect, uh, is there a push that you think the movement may make um, or any, where do you think this may be heading to?
1: So one of the successes the protest has recorded so far is the pushing the government to set up a judicial panel of inquiry. So what we are saying is that there are officers who have been engaging in extrajudicial killing. Fish out these officers, try them, prosecute them, and if they are found guilty, make sure they are convicted. So this is what this this is the main agitation of the NSAS protest and what we are looking forward to see next because in Nigeria what we do normally is just to set a panel, then the panel comes up with reports and that is the end of everything there is no implementation of the report of the panel but the thing we are calling for now is despite the formation of the Judicial Panel of Inquiry, we want to see officers being punished when you say you want to reform the police, we want to see, you can't use the same set of people who have been harassing and extorting people to reform the same sector and this same set of people are still there while you have reformed the sector. It can't work. So we want to see officers being charged to court and you want to see, that the, for example, the police IG saying this division, uh, this, this head of the police department, is responsible for this social person is responsible for this we want to see drastic measures being taken against culpable officers i think that's the next phase we are looking forward to
0: see now mm-hmm. and uh, we're sort of we've covered the things i was interested in but I- is there anything you think that um people not nigeria should be paying attention to anything that they that you'd like to put emphasis on uh, for the international community to know?
1: So, one thing I'd like to mention is that the government is desperately trying to to change the narrative of, of what happened last week, Tuesday, at, at Lekki, where soldiers opened fire, live bullets on peaceful protesters. The Nigerian army has come forward to say the the video is fake, the, the events were photoshopped, the the, 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 the the events that happened that they never occurred and it's officers that the soldiers were not seen at this, were, were never at the scene of the shooting. So this is a measure that, this is the narrative the Nigerian army and the Nigerian government is trying to push out to the international community and for to do this they, 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 they've released billions of Naira to so-called social media influencers to help push this narrative. So, the Nigerians should be aware, the international community should be aware of this because the Nigerian government till, till today the Nigerian government is yet to admit that shooting and killing of peaceful protesters really happened in Lagos because they are vigorously denying this attack on people. So we want the international community to, to stay on this matter and ensure that Whoever ordered the shooting of peaceful protesters in Nigeria are called are are made to face the full of the law.
0: Mm Hmm. Well, I really appreciate you sharing uh, what's going on in Nigeria with our listeners. Is there anywhere people can follow your work and learn more and uh, stay updated on the news out of there?
1: So, if, to get more updates on what's happening in Nigeria, you can uh, just follow any news platform. For example, Sire Reporters. Sire Reporters is a 24 hours news platform. So, on Twitter, on Twitter at Sire Reporters, on Facebook at Sire Reporters, and the website is Style So, when you check Sire Reporters, you can as uh, a 24 hours news platform, you can stay abreast with whatever is happening on this protest in Nigeria because we really we've dedicated so much time into this protest to ensure that the narrative being pushed by the government it doesn't work out. So we are desperately trying we, we we have a dedicated team working to working on this protest to ensure that we the Nigerian people, the Nigerian people really get the justice they demand, they need mm-hmm.
0: Well, Toby, thank you very much for coming on News Dive and sharing all of this info with us. Uh, and I appreciate your, your coverage and uh, your colleagues' coverage.
1: That's my pleasure being with you, yeah.
0: Thank you for listening. Please follow Sahara Reporters for more updates on what is going on in Nigeria. Uh, Please do follow News Dive. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other podcasting platform. Just search News Dive on your platform of choice, and you can follow us on social media at News Dive Radio on Twitter and Instagram.